Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello there, and welcome again to another episode of The Surge Effect. Happy New Year to everyone. I'd also like to say that the, this episode is uh, brought to you by, I just want to give a big shout out to uh, Georgian Shores Electric, just outside of Owen Sound, Ontario. Uh, for all things electric, get a hold of Jason, just give Jason a call. And also brought to you by He Shirts, She Shirts, clothing company, uh, it's uh, he shirts, he shirts .ca. Go and check them out, check out their catalog, check out all the things that they offer. All right, so let's get this started. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the inflation in Canada. Uh, a lot of people don't understand inflation or how it even works, but um, let's start off with, of course, our Prime Minister always talking about having our backs, having Canadians' backs, and he'll always have Canadians' backs. But for some reason, he likes to give away our money. And right now, Canada has the largest inflation rate in over 40 years. And uh, Gallup polls and graph charts will show you, all the information will show you, that we do, in fact, have the largest inflation rate in over 40 years. Uh, the United States, of course, has the highest inflation rate in over 40 years. Why is that? That's because they keep printing money. When they keep printing money and... There are too much. There is too much money chasing too fewer goods. That is how inflation works. That's basically the definition of inflation. So for some reason, this this government they like to uh, print out money, uh, continually driving up inflation. A uh, good question would be why do they continue to print money and drive up inflation? It's uh, the money of these hardworking Canadians like myself or like other hardworking Canadians in this country that uh, continually have to pay for the decisions of this government. And uh, if you ask me, that's not having the backs of Canadians. Uh, this government committed to $1.87 billion to the Ukraine. That's uh, $1.87 billion for financial assistance to the Ukraine. Uh, quick facts about that. Uh, in regards to that, as well as the WEF, uh, they've also given $3 million of tax dollars to the WEF, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab's gang of merry men. Why would he continually to give money away to these other countries? Ask yourself that question. And uh, here are some facts and figures I'll just pop up here for you to see as I'm talking. He also gave away $330 million to Cambodia as a gift. Nice little gift for Cambodia. So as this government prints more money and more money, of course, it increases the inflation, and it, which in turn creates uh, more tax, which is inflation is a hidden tax, creates more tax for the Canadian people who are already stressed as it is. So... Where is the itemized account for all this money that has been given away to these other countries? It's a great question. You could ask your member of parliament or your member of the provincial parliament. 
ask, ask them that question. Where is this money not only going, but where's an itemized account of this money? These, these are your tax dollars, your money you've given the government. It wouldn't it be nice to know where this money goes when it goes to these countries? It's a great question to ask. But uh, for some reason, this guy just says he has our backs. He continues to ha continually to have our backs, but those are hollow words as far as I'm concerned. When you continually print money uh, in this country, any other country, like I said, inflation uh, occurs. And for years to come, generations to come, my children's 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 children will pay for these decisions that this government uh, does when it comes to giving away our money. As far as I'm concerned, putting that much debt on not only the Canadian citizens of today, but the Canadian citizens of tomorrow is not in the best interest of Canadians. Once again, hollow words from this leader. So if you ever had a chance to look at our debt clock, you can go online and look at the Canadian debt clock, and you can actually see it in real time as that debt clock is spinning. And the, uh, the national debt continues to rise. It's like uh, I took this the other day, and it was uh, over a trillion dollars, well over $1 trillion and change. And if you looked at the numbers, each Canadian, our share, each and every one of us is $33,777, and that was just the other day. Each and every day, our debt clock grows $144 million uh, and per uh, hour. $6 million per hour. $6 million per hour. Babies being born today, they already have a debt of uh, $34,000. As far as I'm concerned, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But now Trudeau would have you believe that that's okay and, you know, this country is not broken. Once again, hollow words. I'm just going to play you a little something here that's proof, in fact, that this country is broken and look no farther than the people in charge, which is this Liberal government. Have a look at this. Well, let me be very clear for the record. Canada is not broken. More people are turning to food banks than ever before in our history, and we can't be continuously called on to respond to an ever-growing uh, level of need. Canada is not broken. Well, Canadians who want to travel are facing some big headaches, lineups and delays at the country's biggest airports, and before you can even get to the airport, more lines to get a passport. Here is a look at downtown Toronto today with people lined up, you can see them there, down the block. Canada is not broken. Whether you're just turning down the thermostat to save or spending big money on a heat pump, energy watchers say Canadians should get used to higher heating prices. Canada is not broken. Canadians aren't getting health care. It's, it's really as simple as that. Our emergency departments are overwhelmed. We've got people waiting sometimes, you know, 18, 24 hours to be seen. Elders sitting on gurneys for days waiting to be admitted to hospital. Canada is not broken. Some more proof this morning that Canadians are having trouble keeping up with rising prices. A new report is out today that shows Canadians loading up on debt, carrying more on credit cards, trying to make ends meet. Canada is not broken. Well, the buck stops with him as far as I'm concerned, and the proof 
is in the pudding, and this country is in financial peril. Uh, listen to Pierre Polyev. Here's another clip here of the government waste and uh, our hard-earned tax dollars hard at work. Check this one out. Government uh, is now exposed for having wasted massive sums uh, over the last several years. According to the Auditor General, there is $4 billion of known waste, another $27 billion of suspected waste. There is $60 million of spending that's under criminal investigation. There were uh, 190,000 people who quit their jobs and therefore were not eligible to receive the CERB benefit, but did anyway. They even sent the CERB to 1,500 prisoners, Mr. Speaker. Why did the government waste so much and make Canadians pay the price? Isn't it just incredible that Trudeau, all this money that he just gives away, taxation once again of the Canadian citizens who already have paid a heavy price of money that's been given away already, and we just keep paying a price. Uh, once again, and it can, it'll continue to pay a price as long as we keep giving money away. These, these are our tax dollars, not government tax dollars. These are Canadian tax dollars, hard-earned tax dollars that we give to the government, and then they just give it away. This, this needs to stop. Have a listen once again to Pierre Polyev talking about taxing and the already overburdened Canadians. Watch this. If they were really going to make housing affordable, they would have done it a long time ago. It's been seven years, during that which time house prices have doubled. And now, home heating prices are doubling, with costs expected to rise to as much as $6,000 for a single family to heat its home in oil-heated communities like Northern Ontario and Eastern Canada. And the government's plan with the NDP is to triple, triple, triple the tax. Why don't they stop the tax hike so Canadians can heat their home? So, the answer... To an already hurting Canadian who this government says has our backs covered. Yeah, this government just stung us again with more taxation. More taxation. Because they've, rose, sorry, they've raised our taxes three times just in like 12 months. They just raised them again January 1st for carbon tax. So one minister in the House was talking about cryptocurrency not too long ago, and he said uh, that it's not backed by anything. But what's the dollar backed by? Well, what's it backed by? Is it backed by gold, or is it backed by silver, or diamonds? They just keep on printing out money, and they expect everything to work out. That's just not how it works. That's not how the economy works at all. So look at how much this government printed of money in 2020, and they continue to print money. 456% more than the growth of this nation. That's how much money that this government has printed. It's ridiculous. You can't just keep printing money. You just can't do it. So if you took their national debt of this country, that our dollar was compared to gold, say it was compared to gold and that was a collateral, and that uh, right now the gold is $2,458 an ounce, and there's 16 ounces in a pound. So according to the Canadian uh, record back in 1960, there were more than a thousand tons of gold, but steadily we're selling off that gold and it's dropped down to about one ton today. So if we did the same math and took that $2,458 times 16 ounces and 2,000 pounds 
of uh, of the one ton that we have gives you a total of about seventy eight million dollars seventy eight million and change. Have a look at the uh, graphs I'll just post up here. So now, according to Canada's debt clock, we owe over well over a trillion dollars, two hundred billion, seventy eight million and change. Blah blah blah. Anyway, seventy eight million dollars worth of gold as collateral would barely even put a dent into our debt. So if cryptocurrency has no value and it's not attached to anything, what value does our dollar have? And what's our dollar attached to? And what's it backed by? Did you ever think of that? Good question to ask yourself. Always why. So this government or any other government for that matter that just keeps on printing out money and they expect everything to just be fine. Once again, too many dollars chasing too fewer goods is inflation. Listen to what Pierre Polyev once again talks about as he's describing the bubble. Have a listen. As part of their money printing scheme, this government flooded the financial and mortgage markets with $400 billion of cash that bid up house prices faster than at any time in history. Home prices doubled under this Prime Minister, creating the second biggest housing bubble on planet Earth. The government said rates would never rise, and families believed them, but quoting City News, now that they have right risen, Rob and his wife have an adjustable rate mortgage and say their payments have gone up $2,000 a month. They have three kids. They can't pay it. What the hell do they do now? So one more time, explain to me how this liberal government has our backs. How do they have our backs? Is our life better or worse than it used to be? Whoever gets into power, whoever takes over, whoever's voted in by us, whoever we give that job to, they have to make our life better, not worse. You should have more money in your pocket, not money taken out of your pocket. If you have money to stimulate the economy, that's a good thing. Then the people that are creating those goods can create more of those goods. That's a good thing. Taking money out of your pocket, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to squander, you know, you're going to save your money and not spend it on anything. That, that's probably the biggest thing you're going to do. Or you're going to, you know, take your money and try to invest it in something else. But you're not going to spend it. You're not going to spend it in the economy. You're not going to get things rolling. And that's that's what should be should be going on here. But uh, this liberal government saying that they're making our lives better, or, or Trudeau keeps saying that he's making our life better. I, I don't believe it because actions speak louder than words. Right now. Can you honestly say that your life is better than it was, say, 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago? You're making less money now. One of the things is because of inflation. So you can have a, have a look at that. But printing more money is just one more push to our inflation uh, debt. And uh, we have a deputy prime minister who also says stupid shit like this. Listen to this. I personally live in central Toronto. Our family doesn't have a car. We use the subway. We ride our bikes. Right. We walk. And you know, that is how a lot of Toronto families live. The price on pollution actually is helpful to people in Toronto across the country. You know, the price on pollution really is not adding to the challenges that households are facing right now. So taxing carbon is not having an impact on people? She literally said this, and I quote, price on pollution really is not adding to the challenge that households are facing right now. What's she thinking? 
these people are really living in a fantasy land. They, re they really are. The average, the average everyday Canadian have less money in their pockets because of not only inflation, which is a hidden tax, but because this country and every other country in this world, put every, if we all put every last penny that we had into, into carbon tax, this will not change the weather. It just will not. I repeat, you can take all the money in the world and put it towards climate change. It will not change the weather. I don't know why people don't understand that, but uh, this government has us boondoggled, and uh, we are all paying a heavy, heavy price, and this needs to stop. So th this country and every other country has been sold a bill of goods as far as I'm concerned in regards to paying taxes to stop climate change. This will be entirely a new podcast about that, of course, if I go in about it, and it'll probably be taken down by YouTube because they just don't like to hear the truth. They don't like to hear factual information that comes from other people, and they like to take down videos that have anything to do with, of course, that type of thing. I'm not even going to say the word again because I might, I might get this video taken down. But this government, along with other governments like the United States, they think that taxing the rich will help pay down their debt. It's another thing. They'll, they think it'll help pay down their debt. But if you listen to a person like Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote the book uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a really good book, by the way. I highly recommend it if you uh, are looking for something to read. He explains in regards to taxation, the rich basically says, yeah, good luck with that. Have a listen to this one. The other thing the poor don't understand is the number one expense for most people is taxes. Well, the reason the rich don't work for money is the number one expense is tax. See, there's three kinds of income, earned, portfolio, passive. So earned income is if I get a job, that's earned income. If I'm a doctor or a programmer, that's earned income because I'm working for it. If I buy, let's say, Apple for $10 and I send it for 20, that's uh, portfolio income, capital gains. Yeah. But passive income, which is cash flow, is never taxed. And so all these guys are screaming right now in America, tax the rich. I said, good luck. Because most of the guys complaining, they don't know the three kinds of income. And the rich don't have jobs anyway. They have assets. So there you have it. There's my little rant about taxation and, and uh, what some other people have to say in regards to uh, taxation and um, inflation. Anyway, I'd just like to thank everyone for listening to my podcast today. Um, I am on Rumble, and please don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. It uh, helps with the algorithms on YouTube. I'm going to try to put out more uh, podcasts uh, this year. I'm going to try to you know get one or two a, a week if possible. Um, I'm going to do my best. I'm not only, always going to cover... Uh, uh, political information. I, I love UFO stuff. I've mentioned that in past podcasts. So I'll probably be talking about UFO stuff, maybe some conspiracy stuff. If you would like to drop me an email at uh, the Surge Effect uh, podcast at thesurgeeffect.ca, um, please feel free and uh, mention that what you'd like maybe me to discuss in up and coming podcasts. And uh, we'll go from there. I'm also on uh, Rumble. Uh, dot com. Uh, it's the surge effect. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, you can check me out in any of those uh, different social media platforms. 
Um, anyway, I hope I've uh, enlightened you a little bit in regards to inflation and uh, taxation. And once again, things that concern you, please contact your member of parliament or your member of the provincial parliament here in Canada. Hopefully they'll be able to take your your uh, words uh, to uh, legislative, bo legislative body in Ottawa and get some answers for you and get back to you. But uh, you are the boss and you are in charge. Uh, you have questions that you have uh, to get answered. Those are the people you have to go to. Talking about it around the kitchen table to your family and friends is one thing. Sending information to your uh, member of parliament or member of the provincial parliament or even your senators for that matter. And you can get some ideas of what the hell is going on in this world. You're not going to get things solved sitting on the kitchen table just shooting the shit. Not going to happen. Um, yeah, you can air some air some ideas and maybe get some information that you didn't know before uh, from a family member. But you won't make change. You, you won't you you won't give yourself any peace of mind. That's a fact. So uh, anyway, moving forward, uh, go ahead and do that. So anyway, till next time, everybody. I'm out. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.